Good morning. Welcome to the Barn Sunday Morning Services. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. Um, you can get involved by calling 800-411-2663, 800-411-BARN. You can also email me, church at barninfo.org, church at barninfo.org, and put your name in town, name in town on your emails. Uh, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hi, y'all. Good. Um, any questions for me before I get rolling? It's like, I want to be able to make sure I don't take away your time. I want you to bring some news rather than come in and get news all the time. You do? You have a question or a comment? Uh, could you talk about meaning? Meaning? Yeah. Like oh. Having meaning in your life? Yeah, right. That's a good one. Do you have meaning in your life? Is there meaning in your life? Well, my two boys, uh, uh, that causes me to have meaning because I want them to grow up the right way. So, uh, you know, you have to spend time and, I guess, teach them oh, okay. what's right. So your two sons cause you to be concerned about having meaning so that they can grow up right? Yes. Yeah. When I think of meaning, uh, if someone asks me if I have meaning in my life, uh, meaning or purpose, I guess that would be the same thing. Right. But I mean, uh, yeah. my two boys, because uh, I noticed that as an adult, you kind of have all these different uh, things you need to take care of. Right. And they take a lot of it takes away your your time, and you can kind of forget that. Oh, I need to spend more time with the boys. Right. So that's what causes me to have meaning. Oh, that's a purpose. that's a good one. Children can cause that yeah. for you to have it. Um, what I want to do, there's another subject I want to deal with. Okay. And uh, we'll pick up on this next week. Okay. I know I've been saying for a while we're going to deal with it. Yes. But there's something else I want to get into. Okay. But that's a good way to have it, to have meaning. Okay. You don't have any kids, right? Me? Uh-huh. No, I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't wait for the mic. You don't. Do you have meaning in your life? Is there meaning? Yeah. And, and what is it? How do you know you have meaning? Uh, just a discovery. Disco- I'm sorry? Discovery. Trying to discover what it is that I'm supposed to know. In life? Yeah. Oh. And that's meaning to you? Oh, yeah. To discover what you're supposed to know? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it means different things for different people. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that, John. Okay. All right. Anything else? No. I want to uh, focus on uh, leadership. Um, I've noticed that it's hard to find good leadership in America today. Um, And so I wanted to ask, before I put my little stuff out there, just so you can examine yourself, I want to know, is there anyone in this room right now who think that they are a good leader? Nobody. That's amazing. And why not? Anybody here? <laughs> they all staring at me. Yes. Oh, hold for the mic. I'm sorry. You're not a good leader? No, I don't want to say... I think I am a good leader. I don't want to say like good, but when it comes to certain situations, I always stand up 
for myself rather than like you stand up for yourself yeah and um or like sometimes when I hear something that's wrong I always tend to say something when a lot of people don't and I find everybody like looking at me like I'm crazy or something like that so that's what I was thinking about when you said but I don't know if that's a leader I don't I don't really know right I was just putting some putting something out there so to you leadership is standing up for yourself not just for yourself, but even for um, sometimes for others as well, uh, okay. or just for anything that's right. Have you wondered or pondered this question before? Am I a good leader? No. You never pondered it? No. And why not? I just never did. I mean, I don't know why I have it. I just never did. Because I never thought of myself as like a weak person. Like, I mean, I have weaknesses, but I'm not like... A, like a weak person. Are you a strong person? Yes. You are? <laughs> and what is a strong person to you? Um, How are you a strong person? Um, I, I fight against myself every day, like my sins and my, my thoughts. And again, I, like I said, I, I try to stand up for what's right. I probably don't do it every single time, but right. I try my best because I, I can't even help it. I just, it just comes out. Okay. But, um, and I don't know what else to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's amazing nobody in this room except for one is somewhat of a leader. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. How do it feel knowing you're not a leader? Yes. Did you have your hand yet? Okay. I think I could be a leader, but... Uh, but let's do the first. Are you a leader now? <laughs> <laughs> I sh- I'm sorry? No, but... You're not. But I'm in a position where I'm supposed to be. Like you're supposed work. to be a leader, uh-huh. but you're not one. Yeah. And why not? Had you thought about this before? A little bit. A little bit? Yeah. I wonder why people don't think about themselves. <laughs> I've never not been on earth and not thought about what kind of person am I, you know, what's wrong with me? How can I get better? I don't know how to live not thinking about how to get better with myself. What is it like to go through li- Well, I don't want to yell. How do you go through life not pondering self? Huh? How many are there to you? There are some other people attached to you? I think I You think, okay. So you're in a position to be a leader and you won't take the role. Yeah. And why not? Fear. Fear. Uh-huh. You know that if you don't step up to the plate, God going to take it away from you, right? And going to throw you out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. You do know that? <laughs> and that's not enough fear to make you become one? <laughs> How do you know he's going to throw you out if you don't step up to the plate? Well, because it's... It's been kind of falling apart since it started. I mean, it's... Uh, What's been falling apart? Well, my, the, the place where I am is just not functioning right. So it's just propped up. Because you won't function. Partly. Yeah. yeah. And the reason I, I say that God's going to take it away from you is because he's always given us opportunities 
and a lot of people don't take those opportunities, so he'll take it away from you and give it to somebody else. It's like, uh, remember the three talents? And at the time, it was really about money. And this, this man uh, gave three people three talents, right? He gave one five, one three, and one one. The one with the most talent went and invested the money, and he doubled the money when, it, when the master came back and gave it to him and said, hey, look, I doubled the money. The other guy with the three talents, uh, he invested his too, and he doubled it. And the one with the one did nothing with it. He buried it in the ground because he said, well, I was afraid because you, you would be yelling at me. I was afraid to do anything with the one because I thought I would lose it. And so the master took the money away from him and gave it to the guy with the most money, the one that invested and made the most money from it. And I see that people are living that way today. They have, they're not growing in anything because they don't see it as an opportunity. And then they measure it by someone else's opportunity and they say, well, I don't have what he has or she has. And so they do nothing with it and then you lose it. Have you noticed that? Isn't that like an awful way to live? And then you spend the rest of your life believing that you can't do it because it's not like someone else's talent or you're not as famous with it or popular with it. So your talent is not that important. You just hide it under the tree and then God come and take it away from you. And then you really look silly. Isn't that something? Uh, isn't this a good subject? Go ahead, James. So what are you going to do? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a talent, you're in a position of leadership, and you just sit it through. If he put you there, if you take the stand, don't you know it's going to work out well? Because he's not going to put you in a position that you can't handle. Yeah, I see what you're saying, I guess. What are you afraid of? Um, people and my own, uh, just making a fool of myself. I mean, I'm still making a fool of myself regardless. But Yeah, you're making a big fool of yourself sitting there in a leadership role that won't function. Yeah. Because everybody around you is laughing at you. They see your weakness more so than they would if you were standing up and taking the role. Yeah. You just don't have the strength, huh? Well, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> so what? I said, I don't know what to say to that. Oh, you don't? Yeah. So you're not going to step up to the plate? I didn't say I wasn't. But you see that it's falling apart, so you're already losing it. After a while, it won't be there. Then you want to commit suicide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. All right. You're going to stay weak? No. You're going to change now? Yeah. All right. Next week, you'll come back like a mighty warrior, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, let me tell you Wayne there first. The, the you said about hold, that, hold that thought. Just one minute. Let me go ahead. Yes. Uh, I think it's, it sounds like to me you're talking about two different things. <laughs> 
you're talking about leadership, and then you're talking about a person taking the initiative to do certain things. That's two different things. They're both the same. No, they're not. Because the persons that take initiative to do a certain thing, those type of people become the best leaders. I mean, you can say that, but that's... I could give you a good example. I was thinking about this this week. You can hold on to the mic there for a minute. And then you can dispute me. I'm glad about it. Um, I'm not, let me just say to my employees, I'm not calling anybody a name or anything. Right? <laughs> but my own environment is my best environment. All right? And it does, this doesn't apply to all my employees. But I notice sometimes at work, I see things that, that could be done, and it's, it's, it's an opportunity for them to do it. A little simple task, like maybe seeing a piece of paper on the floor or something, or um, emptying a trash can. I only have one employee that will really take. <laughs> I hate to talk about my folks, because you guys are trying to figure out who it is, right? But uh, the trash can, let's say the trash can is, is uh, overflowing. You know, and I see employees walking right by it, or they'll pile the trash can up. And let's say the, the trash can is overflowing. They'll put some more stuff on that rather than taking that bag out, tying it away, and put it, put it in the trash outside. They'll just let it overflow. And then I said, well, why don't you just empty the bag? You know, the, the, the person that come clean does it on, on a Friday. Uh, that's not my job. Or I didn't see it, you know. But a, a good leader, they do things that are not in their job place to do. They take initiative. Uh, they make their boss, they, they kind of take up for where the boss is even weak in some area. They can see where he or she may be weak, and they'll feel in that position. You know, they'll go and do it rather than talking about the boss or, or the other employee because that kind of example will help the ones who are watching that kind of person. But it is taking those little initiatives that causes you to become a great leader. You don't just start out being a leader. Okay, I can kind of agree with that. Uh, but, you know, it's just to me, there's a certain type of people in this world. you got some people that uh, like to be told what to do, and then you have other people and that's that make not those a decisions. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. Do you, um, and what I noticed too about this, then I want to ask you a question. I noticed by, through me, I can give my employees some really good opportunities to grow into leadership. And not all of my employees are like this. But I noticed that they don't even take it. You know, they won't take it. They won't take that opportunity. And, and I think it's because, now that I heard you say what you just said, I think it's because they don't see that that is the making of a good leader, to take on whatever the task is. I had, uh, last Sunday, the Bible school teacher was not able to make it at the last minute. He called up and said, oh, I can't make it. I said, oh, okay, I'll, I'll get someone else to do it. I called one person, I said, hey, can you do the Bible class? It's only 20 minutes or so, right? He's like, no, I can't do it. I'm not prepared. But you know something about life that you can talk about for 20 minutes. You can go up there and lie for 20 minutes. You know what I'm saying? But they're like, no, no, no. I can't do it, right? 
And then I called someone else. I said, hey, can you do it? Oh, yeah, I'll do it. They said, I don't have anything planned to say, but I can do it. That's the making of a good leader. It's God give us these opportunities that causes us to develop into good leadership. But if you have a mindset that that's not my job, I can't do this or that, you're just focused on yourself, you're going to miss those opportunities. But, you know, when you take on that responsibility to be a so-called good leader. Speak into uh, the mic for me, Wayne. When you, uh, you know, take on that responsibility to be a, a leader, uh, responsibility comes along with that. And a lot of people don't want that responsibility. Because they're not good leaders. Well, and you don't I think that, of it. But, I mean, I'm just saying it, it does take on added responsibility to be a leader when you... But see, I, I see it as an op- opportunity, not as a responsibility. It's really just an opportunity because we don't know where God is leading us, is guiding us. And um, he could be affording that opportunity to, to create you into what he wants you to become. I'm, but I'm if not you, debating with you. I'm just right, saying that, mm-hmm. that um, that's the way some people think. And yeah. it is a great opportunity to, uh, to be a leader and be in a responsibility where you can make those decisions for people yeah. and kind of guide their, their, their path. You know, so. Yeah, and, and that's why I'm, I want to have this conversation because I want to change that mindset. I want people to start seeing everything as an opportunity to whatever it's leading to. And I think if people can open up their eyes from within, they will start to see that and we'll have more leadership around. Are you, 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 you're not a good leader. You didn't raise your hand as a good leader. Are you a good leader? <laughs> well, I kind of came, came in on this, you know, a little late, you know, on your discussion. No, you weren't late. So we had just started when you walked in. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to sit and listen, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> This is not the kind of church. Because I don't want to come. take on that added responsibility. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> this is not the kind of church that you can just come and sit and listen. So you're not a good leader. Why not? I didn't say I wasn't a good leader. Uh, <laughs> I make great decisions. I think, are you a good every leader? Day. Yeah, I believe so. You're a good leader. Mm-hmm. And why do you believe that you are? Uh, because I'm an entrepreneur and I, I do things that run my own business and I provide income for people to work for me and, yeah. you know, so they can take care of their families and so on and yeah. so forth. I can see you as being a good leader. Well, thank you. Uh, and I was surprised when you didn't say yes to it. Well, I don't know about good, but I know you are a leader. <laughs> <laughs> I would have Back to ask to you, your Jesse. wife if you're a good one. <laughs> yeah. Did you have something to say? Yeah, I was going to say about, you know, the good, good investment, bad investment, and good leader and bad leader. Can you compare, like, what I'm saying is that the investment is different with the, to be a lead, good leader or bad leader. Because uh, if you say uh, good leader, then what about bad leader? Is a bad leader is... Is there such thing as bad leadership? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. So A whole lot of bad leadership around and not enough good leadership. If the story that you said about, you know, you give the money and make it double. Right. If it was losing that money, was it still okay 
for oh, that. Had he, the one, if he had lost the money instead of doubling it, right. was he okay? Yeah. That's a good question. It didn't go down that way. At the point is not necessarily about the money itself. The, the, the point to the story is that they three, all three of those guys had a chance to do something that would not only enhance their life, but their boss's life too, with his investment, right? And two did something about it, and it enhanced them as a person and a leadership. They thought about their boss. They took his money. They invested it for him. It wasn't about them. They took that role, whereas the one with the one talent didn't do anything because he was afraid to even take the role. Kind of like, uh, <laughs> like, like what, uh, I don't want to say your name on the air, but he is doing. He is in a, role, a leadership role right now, a great opportunity that's given to him by God, and, and, and he had no idea where that can take him in life, and he won't take it, so he's losing it. Whereas someone else with that kind of understanding would go in there and take that same role and make it big for the company and for himself. Uh, is the bad leader, it might be in future, maybe become a good leader? Could a bad leader become a good leader? Yeah, we all can change if we wanted to. Mm. It's possible for all of us to change. So yeah, you can turn it around. Yeah, so it's his bad leader, but maybe in the future he might see is is bad and then he may change. So right, you, you can, can change. Say good and bad is all part of this world. So if somebody doing bad, maybe in the future he find out that he's doing bad. And he changed. Well, oh, that's because I said, are you a good leader? Are you saying that for that reason? Let's not do good. Are you a leader, period? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, if it's... But people can change, that's for sure. Yeah. Like, he can change, you know. He doesn't have to stay weak and pathetic and scared. And <laughs> but are you a leader is the question. That's what. In that's, general. That's the good about the good or the bad. Okay, in general... Are you a leader? No, not, not yet. Not yet? How old are you? What are you waiting on? Well, <laughs> well you know... Why not? Well, to be a leader, you know, you have to have, uh, as I said, you, you should do a lot of risk. And you have to, you have to uh, stand what, what you believe. And if you... If you don't, in, a, in some time, you know that if you don't, then you, you will get weak. But that's not necessarily true. I understand what you're saying. But to be a leader, you do what's in front of you to do. You know, yeah. you're, walking down, you're walking through this building, you see some paper on the floor, you pick it up. Uh, you see your fellow man needing help. It may not be your job or whatever. You go and help, you know. Oh, okay. So you're talking about you're talking about seeing something in front of you, which is you can help and you should do help. Whatever is in front of you, okay. see that as an opportunity. Don't even think of it as I'm being a leader, but uh, uh, you know, you just do what needs to be done. You're thinking of others, and you know, you're handing the business. That's what a, a good leader would do. A person that's developing to a good leader. To help other people. Yeah. Know, to and that's why our country is falling apart. There's yeah. no real leadership in the homes anymore. There's none out in the world for the most part. 
everybody is looking to, most people are looking to somebody else to do it because they think it's somebody else's responsibility. That's true. Yeah, that's, I, I know that that's true, yeah. Yeah. And then they're not thinking of their fellow man and that they can do whatever they can to enhance that person's life. You know, it's really, it's about what's in front of you. And we don't know where God is, God is guiding us to, where he's leading us to, right? And it can turn out, there's a story about, you know that guy in the Bible, David? David in the Bible? He the one that killed Goliath? You remember him, right? Yes. Well, uh, David, according to the scriptures, took that on himself. You know, Goliath was going around intimidating everybody. He was a big guy. People were afraid of him. And without, and David was like a teenager or something. He wasn't even a full-grown man yet. And he took it on while everybody else was afraid. He looked at the situation. He figured out what should he do about it. And he took care. He brought the guy down. And then, and then that led to something else from God to him, you know. But, and God said that David was, is the only man in the Bible. He's the only guy that God said was uh, seeking out his own heart. And, and we all have that ability to do that, but the mind got us looking for other little things and other little ways, and, and it's preventing you from coming all that you could be, from becoming all that you can become because you got a wrong mindset about things. Because we are not sure, you know, that we are not, I mean, I myself, I'm not sure if I want to help somebody, it might, it might not uh, be proper at that time. And I have to, I have to uh, have some kind of a uh, understanding that is this the right time to do no, something? You don't need to think about it like that. Every opportunity is the right opportunity at the right time. But something comes to your mind and says, oh, this might be not right. That's where the you problem is. You might change, do something and that causing more problems. That's where the oh, problem is. Yeah. You so, believe the lie in your head. And it's stopping your purpose from becoming for, stopping you from living. Well, is, is it all the time you have uh, lie? I mean, like in your head, there is something that tells you that oh, don't do it? Yes. And if Every thought it, is a lie. I wish you could grow into having no relationship with what you think or feel. Then you can live. Well, you can learn not to have any relationship from what you think or what you feel, then you can live. You can just flower. You can just be yourself. But those thoughts are holding you back from what God has already given you to be. You have to be very strong, I think, to to, 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 when you help somebody, you have to know, I think. And you will know if you don't live in your imagination, if you don't think on it. Because the thoughts are never going to let you do the right thing. The spiritual love thing is not going to let you do it. So what you're saying is that no matter what you do, you do it. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying being conscious, be conscious enough of the moment so you can see to do or not to do. But not based on what your head is telling you at all. 
Because the people that won't take the trash out every blue moon, they're here and say, oh, it's not your job to take the trash out. <laughs> and they can't see any further than that, and they'll miss it so much by being that way. Yeah, well, that example is, yeah, it's so obvious. I'm talking about the, the real issue in life. But that is a real issue. Because that will lead to everything else. Life doesn't start up here, it starts here, and you grow into it. You're looking at the big issue where you're not dealing with what seems small, and it's a small one that would cause you to deal with the big ones when they do come. That's true. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. You got to stay out of here. But I see, and folks say, oh, I don't have an opportunity. You do have opportunities. God would not leave us without opportunities until you just don't act on them and they're here. Okay, bye. He worked with the, he feed those who work for themselves, who take advantage of the opportunities. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yes. But you can't measure the opportunities and don't compare the opportunities to someone else. Live your life. I have always, and I don't, I don't know why I've always been that way, but I've always done stuff to help others or saw something that didn't concern me and helped out. And a lot of times, don't even say anything about it. I guess he just put that in me. And I do remember as a kid, people telling me that I was like that, and I still didn't think much about it. But when I look back on it now, all those little things I did helped me to get to where I'm at today. That everybody that you helped, they, they, uh, you didn't. I mean, they come and uh, appreciate you, or some of them they 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 didn't like. Most of them didn't even know about it. Most didn't even know about it, and I, I didn't I didn't have the mindset I was doing it just because I wanted them to appreciate me, because people can appreciate you at this moment and turn on you at the next one. Yeah. It's not about that. No, no, like you know, like. Some people, they may not like what you did, and later on, maybe a few years later, they, they see that you helped them. Yeah, I've had that. You I've had, had that. that. Yeah, I've had that happen. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Let me take this young lady first, and then, we, and then I'm coming over here, too. All right? You are not alone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was going to say, I can see that I'm a follower more than a leader. I'm only a leader when I have to be. Right. But I like to follow more. You like to follow. (laughs) You like to follow more than lead. Yes. And and why is that? That's just my personality. I'm shy. And so I rather like, I don't want to be the first one out on the dance floor. I remember I had to one time, my son, I I wanted to be a leader for him. Yeah. And um, we went to a park concert and he said, that's dance mom. And there was nobody out there dancing. But I just made myself go out there and dance. Good. Other people start dancing. Yeah. I thought that's why I say I'm only a leader when I have to be <laughs> or try. I understand that. One thing I want to say about leadership, growing into leadership or being a leader doesn't necessarily mean you're leading other people. It means that you're doing what's in front of you to do. Yeah, I used to do that too. Like when I worked for somebody else, I would do like extra things that nobody else was doing. Yeah. Not just to get credit or recognition or anything, just yeah. needed to be done. Being a good leader is showing appreciation for your boss 
or showing appreciation for a friend or showing appreciation for an enemy. You know, it's, it's everything. It's not just being the head of a company or being a boss or being, you know, playing a role. It's the way we live, you know. You're walking down the street, there are a piece of glass on the ground and somebody's going to step on it. You pick it up and throw it away in a trash can. That's leadership. You see a need, if you could do it, do it. That's leadership. But it, it is helping you in a way that you won't even imagine. You start to see later, wow, this led to this and this led to that, and I didn't see it while it was happening. But people don't have that attitude anymore. They got to make sure they're going to get something back or they're not going to do you any kind of anything. It doesn't, I ain't getting paid for that. Or it's not my house, it's not my yard, I'm not going to pick that glass up. <laughs> You've heard that before, right? And some of you have done that, right? Yeah. Yes. I remember when I was working for someone, um, I was getting ready to quit, and so she was trying to look for somebody else to replace me. And so she hired this girl, and she was not working well, and I asked her, I said, why don't you do this and that? She said, well, if she pays me more, I'll do more. I said, that's the <laughs> yeah. other way around. If you do more, you get paid more. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, that person would never be nothing. Yes. Never be anything, unless they repent. But that's the kind of person that you just kind of leave out there and let them suffer. Yeah. That is stuff. I don't like even being around those kind of people. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's an awful person. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what happens in life that can cause you to be that selfish. When, when, a, when you are hired by a boss, a person, you make a promise to work for $7 an hour, your commitment as a servant should be great to your master. You show appreciation, you do little things, you work hard, and the avenues that will open up for you is amazing. But you're not even doing it because you're thinking that some avenues are going to open up. You do it because it's, I appreciate my boss. I appreciate what they're doing. I, I, you know, I appreciate the opportunity. You got to have the love for opportunities because they're always there. And they don't look like what we think they should be looking like. But they are opportunity. Every little thing is an opportunity. And then folks say, oh, the Lord won't give me any opportunities. Or the white man won't give me opportunities. The government needs to make opportunities. That's insane. Opportunities are always with us. God didn't put us here to leave us alone so we can fend for ourselves. It's not like that. Yes, sir. You know, I understand what you just said about employees, but I, I don't think that's really reality. Um, employees aren't really thinking about appreciating their boss. Um, I know, and that's the problem. Yeah, no, I don't see it at all. And, you know, just from the standpoint of leadership, what I've seen, because I'm, I'm so used to trying to do everything I can to be the best that I can be at what I do, and then I realize, wait, these people aren't even close in terms of attitude. And, you know, what I've had to be careful of is resenting those people yeah. because they're so far gone. And there's nothing... I love what you're saying. There's nothing you can do to save those people. Um, you know, even for me, the way I run my business now, 
I try to not look for opportunities to hire people. I look to partner with people that are exemplary people that are motivated and hungry and have their own businesses rather than hire in-house because I I've, I've, I've see employees are not the way to go because employees are they're enslaved and they have a slave mentality and that mentality isn't how to do more, how to appreciate their master, how to you know, drive value. They don't think about any of the things that yeah. you would want them to think about. And I, just so you know, I've exhausted myself over the years with trying to work with people that are impoverished to explain how you think about adding value, and they don't want to hear it. Explain what? How to add value. Oh, okay. So in other words, I would say, yeah, you know, you don't get this, but there's a whole other way to look at your job right now, and you could be amazing, and, you know, here's all these opportunities. Like you're saying, it doesn't, you could say that till you're blue in the face. Yeah. So, you, you know, it's, it's really, you know, I, I don't think it happens at all. You know, I also run an organization and I deal with former ex-pro and college athletes that are in the business world. And these are pretty highly motivated people. And it's yeah. 10 chapters and it's three different states. And even, even within that group of highly motivated people, I, I see people that don't do just the littlest thing to try to help somebody else out. And, you know, and they'll leave the group and they go, I didn't get anything from the group. And I go, because you didn't try to give anything, you never got anything. Yeah. So it's really, it's, it's widespread, but most people can't see what's going on, so they don't know any better. There's one thing that you, I think you should correct in what you're doing. Did, did you hear what he said, Patrick? Did you hear what Ken said? Yes. Is there anything he needs to adjust? Let's say you're walking down the road and he told you that. You're like, be like, right on, brother, that's good. I didn't hear anything that I sounded out of order. Oh, okay. Yes, Rodney. You heard something? Yes, I heard hold on a minute. Just walk. I'm sorry, Rodney, one minute. Maybe his expectations? Yeah. The one thing he, you need to correct, you shouldn't spend a lifetime trying to be all that you can be. Because if you're trying to be all that you can be, you're not going to see, you're not going to have the love and the patience to teach the ones that are around you how to be with their boss or how to enhance their lives. Because in many cases, if you, uh, if you did that, they'll start thinking differently about things. And life is not about trying to be all that we can be. You know, that's selfishness. Life is about loving one another and, uh, and being considerate and being patient with one another. And a good leader would have that love where they would try to teach others in that. With my employees, and I tell them this all the time, my foremost thing is to make sure that they learn to become independent on the job. They know how to help one another. They, they take on responsibility. So when I'm dealing with them, I try to teach them, and then I try to give them room so that they can learn themselves, you know. Create this person that, you know, I would want to be. And I notice the more I think of them and not of myself, it works out for me too. But if you're trying to be all you could be, you're not going to have that love to, to guide those that would be guided if you had the love to teach them. That makes sense? You know, I understand what you're saying. So you're saying I'm I'm trying too hard to be good. Yeah. And and so You're I'm, trying to be successful, you're trying to be, you know, the it. Right. And so even if you tried to teach them, they're not gonna get it because it's not with love. And you're trying to push them to where you are, and that's not what love and God is all about. No, no, I I agree with that. Yeah. I, that's I have learned that, yeah. but it took me a long time to learn that. 
And that's what, why this year our theme is renewing our mind from within because it, it's got to be with us. Being a good leadership starts with the individual first. You need to examine your heart, overcome all this crap that you're locked up into, and develop love, allow love to start working through you. Then you can be a good leader without even trying to be one. And you'll see that life is not about trying to be all that you can be. There's no such thing as being all you can be. Because look at Donald Trump. Doesn't he have a lot of money, I think? Yes. I'm sure he thinks that he's all he can be, but yet something's missing. And it's really loving one another, being patient with one another, and guiding one another, so, and then God would take care of us. And so you can't do that trying to be all you can be. That makes sense? Yes. Okay. Yes, Pat. We got to be renewed from within. Isn't it cool? Yes. I'm more excited about it than anybody. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I agree with your point there, but if you could maybe put a little finer point on it, because we also do need to be as best we can be in the sense of our habits need to improve, what we do needs to improve. So there is a certain amount of self-improvement that, that clearly needs to be done. But maybe- Doing things in moderation is not what I'm talking about. Right. Trying to be all you can be is all ego-driven. It has nothing to do with love. It has nothing to do with God. It's all ego. It's trying to gain fame and fortune or whatever. And that's not the love that's going to help anybody. Because even when you're all pushing other people, you're going to do it with a lack of patience. You're going to want them to be what they could be so you can be what you could be even more so. And that's not the way God operates. That makes sense? Yeah. Okay. It's all ego. It's what we need to overcome. Because we don't have love anymore. We don't have that real, real love. I grew up with some love. You know what I'm saying? We, th- we were in the cotton fields. We thought of one another in the cotton fields, you know. Uh, we would help each other out. You know, you, it wasn't just about getting a hundred pound of cotton so that you can make a buck at the end of the day. It was about one another. It was about helping one another. But folks do not want, it's not, and you're right, Ken, it's not there anymore. People don't think that way or anything. You can, I've seen my, not all my employees, I've seen some employee asks another employee a question, and they get mad about it. Don't bother me, I'm busy. I'm like, what in the world is going on here? And I keep telling them, it's not about the work, even though the work needs to be done. It's about how we treat one another. It's about love. It's about God is trying to create love through us. But our minds and our ego has us uh, focused on material things and on what all I can get and all, you know, and me, 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 me. That's insane. Yeah, well. Yeah, I think that's a, a really a big problem in, in this society today, even with corporate America. I mean, they're looking at ways to cut employees and make more and more profits, but yeah. more money than they can ever spend. Yeah. Instead of uh, kind of spreading the wealth a little bit, putting more people to work. And they'll make even more money. Yeah. But they don't see it that way. You know? I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow in my life. But in my life right now, I'm satisfied. And not just right now. I've always been that way. I'm satisfied. I got a roof over my head. Even when I used to smoke marijuana. <laughs> and I knew Friday night I'm going to get high, right? 
I, I, I made sure I had food in the refrigerator, a roof over my head, so when I woke up Saturday morning, I would be in my house. You know, I, 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 and even in running a business for the last however many years, the bills get paid. And I, I don't freak out if I have a lot of money left over or I don't freak out if I don't. God is taking care of me. And for some reason, I'm satisfied with that. I, I, and I don't worry because something else means more to me than the business itself or than the money itself. It's about loving one another and helping one another. I want, I want God to love me and I want to love him and I want to treat people the same way that he treats me because that's better. That feels better. It's more relaxing. It, you don't have to lie still and cheat. You know, you don't have, it, it's just better this way. But, you know, it needs to be taught at the home first, in homes by parents, uh, this thing. That's why people don't know about it, because we were taught these things growing up, you know. Helped you, you know. Boy, go over there and pick up that trash out of Miss Jones's yard. You know, oh, okay, I go, go cut her some wood for the night or something, you know. With no nothing. You don't even have to tell Mrs. Jones. Just go over there and cut the wood. The old lady has some fire tonight, and she's fine. I was raised that way. It's not all, you know, pick up that trash or something, you know what I'm saying? I see people throwing stuff out the car window on the freeway. <laughs> uh-huh. You see that, right? No consideration for the folks behind them, for the streets or anything. <laughs> and that's bad. That's not, that's not a leader. And so, again, I want to make sure you know, I don't mean leadership, meaning you got to be the head of some company or you got to act like a, a phony boss. It's just doing those quiet things, those unseen things that people don't even know you're doing at times. Because it's an opportunity in front of you to do it. All right, I got to move a little faster here. I have so much more to share with this. Uh, did you want to have a quick comment, Ken? Yeah, I just want to say, I think I see what you're saying, because I, I realize now it should be, everything should be just natural. Yes. And it, it shouldn't be, leadership shouldn't be forced. It you should just, it should, it should be, be just natural. what it is. Yeah, because and, if you're trying to be all that you can be, you're going to be pushing other people in the same way, right? And then somebody call you up with a question or something, you're going to go off on them. You have no patience. Did I tell you that already? Or are you, you know... And all you can be person is an ego-driven person. Yeah, and the other thing, too, I realize is, like, I'll, I'll go into certain businesses, and, like, if they don't run it like I think the business should be run, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking to my... I'm not just unhappy as a customer. <laughs> I'm unhappy as, like, a business owner. I'm like, uh-huh. I can't believe you didn't, you know, think of that ahead of time. It's, it gets to be this whole thing where it gets really competitive. That's right, because it's all ego. There's no love in it, and it's not good for you or them. Right. It's not good. Isn't that amazing? Is this food for thought or what? Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let me go. Let me stop along the way here. And then we're gone on this side. I'm not. Don't y'all say anything. Yes. Yes, sir. I don't think I had a question. Oh, you didn't know? I thought I saw your hand. Okay. Sorry. All right. Did I see a hand here anywhere? Oh, here in the back. Kind of forgot most of my uh, question I originally had, but I just want to say it's a great topic. Um, I, I was, uh, if I could just stand up, I was put in a position uh, of being a, a leader and uh, for a company. And uh, I remember uh, the trials uh, when, it, when they just started and, and I was, uh, I had to 
constantly confront people that were doing things that they shouldn't be doing. And uh, I didn't know how to do it um, with patience. Yeah. And so I was, I was caused to suffer hope a great deal. And I was, I was questioning whether I should be in this position or was it a mistake. But uh, um, uh, stepping forward and, uh, and uh, facing uh, your fears and, uh, and uh, your resentments and your angers is uh, what's allowing me to, to, to become uh, one day a good leader. So yeah. I know that's a good topic. I mean, I love it. Um, um, there's areas in my job and where I need to step up and take on the difficult tasks that I'm, that I'm hesitant right now to take on because they're difficult. Well, Expensive. you don't necessarily, all I'm saying is you need to be right. aware enough where you can take on what's in front of you. Right. Don't, don't go out looking for a tough task to take on. Don't create one to take on. Just be aware and take on what's in front of you. But, but that's the thing, Jesse. Sometimes I see, you know, it's a, I work for a big, it's a big business. It's a, uh, I won't say exactly what it is, but it's a Fortune 500 company. And um, I, I don't earn a great deal, a lot of money, so I don't have a real high position, but I have, you know, some, I'm in a supervisory position. Right. And uh, sometimes I see, I see that something needs to be done, and I can see this an extensive thing, and I can present it to, to upper management, but I'm hesitant um, simply because what the man said. I, I, I know it's a huge responsibility. I, I'm, I'm confident I can tackle it. And the second, and the second uh, some doubt comes into mind, say, hey, that fail before everybody. You're going to fail before everybody. Don't do it. That's where the problem is. And then somebody else steps up, and that person, you know. So I got to work. That's something that I have to be more courageous about. Yes, sir. That's a good point. Very good. And so when I hear this, it grieves me. Because God is taking care of us, and we don't even know it. It really is, because we have a mindset as to how it should be. You're missing it. You're absolutely missing it. We got to be renewed from within. So you can see the Father's taking care of you. He made a promise he would. He tell us not to worry about certain, those things. You don't have to worry about anything if you can see what's going on. If you can see, you never have to worry. But you got to come out of your ego. You got to come out of your ego. If, I'm, I'm telling you, you gotta, it, it starts with us. Good leadership starts with us first. Leadership period start right here with me. And start with the individual. And if you start looking at yourself and really getting to know yourself and being honest, the kingdom of heaven will open up for you. It really will. I, I can almost boohoo. It will open up for you. It's all, you've been already provided for. But not in the way that you think. What Satan is telling you. Um, you know what? Let me take here, because he's been waiting a while that I come, I come to you. Jesse, I never did consider myself a leader because I see, uh, see I need a, uh, need a special type of character that I'm often lacking, and that character is pa- comes in a form of pa- uh, patience. Uh, as you know, I'm, a, uh, I'm full of a- a- anger and uh, bitterness more often than not. Yeah. Than not. And t- uh, in order to be a leader, you, uh, you have to have a character to rise above those fa- uh, faults, or you'll probably do more harm than good. How do you know that? Because, I, uh, because whenever somebody confronts uh, me with a, situ- with a situation, of, uh, when I'm about a situation I'm in, uh, I always take a defensive, uh, defensive, rather a very aggressively defensive attitude. Well, try, and, that's not, uh, and that won't help anybody. Well, so all I can say then is just suffer and die. Because you know this, you've been knowing this for a while, 
and, and all you do is talk about it, you won't ever allow it to change. So until, until you take that one talent and start using it, you're just going to suffer and die. What kind of talent is that? Overcoming that stuff. Forgiving yourself and others. It start with you first. All right. That I understand. That's why I don't have a, a leadership ability. Whatever. Let me just say this about leadership too. I honestly don't see myself as a leader. I don't think a real leader sees themselves as a leader. They don't walk around thinking, "Hey, I'm a leader." <laughs> if they do, they're an ego-driven person. They're not a leader. I think of myself as God helping me. And I want people to know that this is how it works. And when I'm talking with you and others, I'm learning too. That's why I like feedback. That's why I don't mind disagreement. Because I'm learning too as I go. And I know other people see it as a, that way, but I honestly do not see myself as a leader. My relationship is with God in that I want to be what he created me to be. I want to be an instrument for love. I want to be his son. And just when the world look at that, because I don't have that fear and stuff like that, they see it as a leader. But I don't know. Now, this may change, but I don't think a real leader would see themselves. At, when I read the story about David, I didn't see anywhere where David saw himself as a leader. David sought after God. He apologized for his sins. He did what he had to do, what was in front of him to do it. And other people saw him as a great leader, but I don't see anywhere where he indicated that he thought that he was a great leader. Because God was leading him, and if God is leading me, how am I going to be a great leader? That doesn't even make sense. Well, right now it doesn't. It may make sense later, but I don't see it that way. So, I, you know, I wouldn't see it that way as, oh, I'm some great leader. You're just doing what's in front of you, hopefully a good example and, and good examples tend to lead people in the right way to go, just like bad examples lead people in the wrong way to go. And I think that's what God wants us to be. Even Christ, I don't remember him saying that he was a leader. He said, believe in me. Like, if you believe these things I'm telling you now, you're going to believe in the source that's telling me, and you'll be fine. He wanted you, to, God to be our leader. That's why he wanted you to believe what he was saying, but not put him as your leader. He wanted all of us to be our own leaders, guided, being guided by what is right. And the problem in America today, and maybe in the world, people are always looking for some leader. Oh, I want to be a great leader. You can't be no great leader. You got to live and be, be what's right. That makes sense? Yes. Yeah. And it's less stress that way, too. Because <laughs> you got to work at being a leader. That's a job. I'm going to tell you. Yes, yeah. Let's go here, John. I'm so, I'm so glad you brought that subject up. The reason why is I had a totally wrong concept about leadership. Yeah. And probably most people, the way you laid it out today, most people really don't know the leadership that you are talking about. And they used to know, though. We just have forgotten it over the years yeah. due to the destruction of the family. We're allowing the evil to take over. We've been told it's all about me, 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 me. Get all you can get. And we're not being taught in the home the way that we should be taught. Right. Because I can see why that, but why 
people have gotten away from what you're talking about yes. because the emphasis right now is on ego-driven leadership. Yes. That's really where, it, where it's at. Yeah. And what Stephanie was saying, you know, if you don't, if you're not paying me, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I remember and I have a home for boys. Sometimes I would go out of town and I would deliberately not assign anyone to any project because I wanted to see if these people are going to step up to the plate. Most of the time they wouldn't. They wouldn't turn the lights on at night. They wouldn't close the window. It was raining. <laughs> I ain't supposed to be doing that. And God forbid if somebody left an empty plate in the kitchen, because we have these rules that you have to, when you finish eating, you wash your own dishes, right? And so if they go in there and somebody left an empty plate, they would wash all around that plate. They would literally take it out of the one sink and put it in the next one before they wash that one dish. I'm like, wow, this is awful. Absolute awful. But we're missing this kind of thinking in America today. We're absolutely missing it. We've got to come back to these kind of values. Uh, John, you had a quick question, right? Did I see your hand? Oh, or oh comment? yeah. Uh, uh, I was just thinking when you brought up the subject that uh, I would never really, like, think of this subject of leadership unless I, like, was reading it, like, in a paper or, or at, the, at the bookstore and picked up a book on uh, the subject of leadership. And I think the reason why I'm kind of always thinking almost the same thing every day, uh, what I need to do, and uh, yeah. So, but it's a very interesting subject. If you want to learn about the world, you need to learn about yourself. Okay. You need to really learn about yourself. I'm learning about the world around me because I see myself, and I'm thinking, wow, that's something I need to correct. This. I didn't know I was this way, or. It's weird, like, right? You got to start with self. Know thyself. Then you can understand these things. You're thinking, these are the things that God wants us to think about because it's going to improve our lives and it's going to bring us closer to him and then we'll be a greater influence in the world. He said, think on these things. What's good, what's just, what's holy, what's right. But no! <laughs> Y'all think about how much money to make, the next big house, the next date, the next drink. Who did this to me? Who did that to me? And it, it just, we're losing it. We're absolutely losing it. But it all starts with self first. Know thyself. It's so much fun knowing yourself. But don't hate what you see about yourself. Because in all honesty, now it may change. I don't think we're going to ever see anything good about ourselves. And so if you're mad about that, you're not going to get better. But the good thing about seeing the reality of yourself, you get better from it. You really grow out of it. You grow away from it. You have a better life for yourself. So know thyself. Overcome your anger. Take a look at self and live. God wants us to live. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you for coming, folks. I appreciate it. For more information, to purchase a copy of this program, or to make a donation, visit us on the web at bondinfo.org or call 1-800-411-2663. That's 1-800-411-BOND. You're already home.